Hey guys, welcome back to Another Purpose Podcast. It's episode 29. I'm your host, Tanner, and today I'm joined by... What's up? It's Duncan. What's up? It's Nathan. And today, Nathan's got us with a quote. All right, so the quote's from Drew Barrymore, and the quote goes, Life is very interesting. In the end, some of your greatest pains become your greatest strengths. All right, um, first I'm going to ask, what do you guys think about it? So I actually have a pretty good experience that I think ties into this and that was um my first outing with the boy scouts um basically troop 82 i love you guys but we are idiots we like to camp rain or shine and the rule is even if it's forecasted to snow or forecasted to have high winds we go up there and then when nature tells us to leave we we attempt to leave you know <laughs> so um we went to stone mountain and it was like my first camping trip ever with these guys and it was supposed to be this great time with waterfalls and stuff. And it's a little rainy and we're like, okay, whatever. And then we arrive, we set up tents and we have a nice day and we don't go hiking because it's raining. And then the night hits and we go through 50 mile per hour winds with 20 degree uh, weather and a bunch of people no longer had tents after that night because the tents were in the trees. <laughs> um, the, we had like a canopy that was set up to keep certain things dry. That thing was totaled and all in all, like we basically woke up the next morning, bro. Some of us woke up. Some of us have been up all night. Um, <laughs> luckily my dad was in my tent. So my tent was grounded. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then basically we, we threw everything in the car and we left because nature told us to fuck off. But I gotta say, even though that that was not the best experience and I was freezing my ass off that morning, it was a really good one to have. And like after that, everything else that I had to deal with within Troop 82, I was like, well, could be on the top of a mountain, wind could be 50 miles an hour, and it could be 20 degrees. And so like everything else just never really affected me that much because that experience was so like, I don't know, impactful. And I wouldn't say that it was a great experience, you know, when I did it, but I think that it was something that helped me later in life have perspective. Yeah, whenever I heard this quote, um, it brought me back to my academic career because I, I thought about the things that you have the most trouble with in your classes. If you're a good student, you usually spend extra time on those things to actually truly understand them and develop me get good at them. And through that extra time and extra practice to get better at a hard subject or, or a part of a subject that gives you great difficulty usually come pretty good at it I know um I can't remember what it was but it was in one of my computer science labs I was having trouble with this one process I think it was like when I first learned how to do objects um which you don't have to understand that non-computer science people but I basically through extra help getting help through the TA and everything I know now how to completely utilize that and I'm good at it where it helps me now and it has increased my skill set when it comes to that class yeah I would say as far as academics go I don't think that that's really been ever ever really been enough of a struggle for me to really think of it as a pain mm -hmm. for it to create such great strength but um I'd say when it comes to physical strength and working out, exercising, all that kind of stuff. It was very obviously a big pain when uh, it, it was because it was much more physically tasking, uh, taxing on me when I had just started. And I think that 
that's obviously one of those things that just it requires a little bit of uh, either extreme external motivation or really solid self-discipline to keep going because internal motivation to just look good is n- it's it's not enough to keep going to the gym I, i'm sorry it's it's not it never has been it really isn't for a lot of people you've got to start just enjoying being there and it's a pain it, it hurts you you might hurt something like chances are you can hurt something and you're just gonna have to learn how to take things slow learn good form you become much more proficient and competent in in that thing through it being a struggle and through it being a hardship like that yeah and kind of circling back around to the whole academic thing too i i really like how he talks about your pain becoming one of your greatest strengths because the thing is is um in academics specifically one of the best ways for you to actually learn material is to have to teach yourself and go through a really stressful situation with that material. So like my um, seventh and eighth, eighth grade math class at Alma middle, we actually, our teacher actually did this to us. She would go, okay, beginning of a new unit, here's your assignment, do it. And so we had to figure out how to um, come up with the formulas or whatever else in order to figure this out. And, you know, it would take the whole class to do one problem. But by the end, we figured it out. And then that was something that we would keep with us for the rest of our career. And so academics is one of those things where you have to go through some struggle. And I don't know if pain in the physical sense is what he's talking about, but in in the mental sense, that is true. And then there's also studies that I remember, like, if you are a kid who has never struggled, you know, that actually is detrimental to you in your academic career, because the truth is, is you're going to probably go to college if you're a kid who has done well and not struggled, and then you're going to hit a wall, you're going to take like a 3000 level course and you're going to hit a fucking wall and not know how to climb it because you've never climbed a wall before, you know? And so that's another example of how like these, these pains that you have to go through, what we might consider like a menial task actually helps you a lot in your life. Yeah. And you can definitely with academics, look at it in the long term. I mean, I don't think anybody comes out with any sort of four year, degree from university and it doesn't go like that was a mental strain on me you know if they chose the right major um but any major can be a a a mental strain but you come out at the end going through all that stress and mental pressure with a skill set that prepares you for a career and if you want to broaden that out to your life right you you kind of have this uh period of learning you then have this period of work and none of those are great parts of your life but then you have retirement right? Where you get to enjoy the fruits of your labors. Yep. I would, that's very clear. It's, uh, it's the same thing in, in everything. Like the things that tend to be the hardest, if you're not having these pains, if you're not having these essentially like minor setbacks here and there stuff that slows you down and makes you think about the way that you're doing things and the way that you're progressing, if you aren't constantly challenged on those things, then you're not going to grow as a person or you're not putting yourself in the right situation. If you're taking, you know, if if you're taking the easy way through everything, you know, it's it's going to be like you'll make it through and maybe it's all right, but it's it's going to be kind of boring and you're not going to challenge yourself as much and you're not going to become the person you could be. Uh you're not going you're definitely not going to be to your uh, fullest ability uh competent in that subject that maybe you want to be extremely competent in and I, I definitely say the thing about math if i wanted to be as competent as i 
fully could be. I'd you know <laughs> probably need to take some some calculus classes above level two, but uh, hell no, ain't no way. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm done. They told me I was good after calc two, so I will not be doing that. Uh, the only other math classes I will take are the ones I have to, but that's not because I don't want to challenge myself. Period. It's because I don't want to challenge myself that way. I'd rather challenge myself with something a little bit more uh, logistical or something uh, involving my major, more uh, computer science, hands-on building databases and you know building functional code that's you know maybe hard to understand or hard to get to the completed project. And I want to challenge myself in that way and um, work towards those goals academically. Yeah, I think a challenge in life is to kind of understand where you want to put your efforts, you know, because the truth is most things that are fruitful in life, you have to put time and effort into. However, there's so many things in life that you can't put time and effort in everything, you know, like if you tried to be everyone's best friend, you'd be exhausted after the first day. If you tried to work out and have good grades and have good sleep and eat well, and like be in every single club or organization on campus, like you would exhaust yourself. You need time to rest. And so I think that you also have to understand kind of what your schedule looks like and what is the most important to you. You know, like not everyone needs to be good at math. You know, you got to figure out what you like and then decide, okay, what I like, it's going to suck that I have to put effort into it but hopefully I'll still like it at the end and then also be really good at it. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people get to the end of life and the pains they've had since adolescence, they still have them. When you're talking about like life skills, like if you're bad at time management and you never fully tackle that and fix it where you're able to schedule things out and not procrastinate, you're going to be stuck without that. And the pain's going to be with you. But the, the people that are, I think that, are successful in my opinion are able to tackle those things that they're not good at or at least give it enough room so you don't fail yeah this very much comes back to us talking about putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation Mm -hmm. i mean this greatest challenge greatest strength can always be applied to social things i mean definitely for uh for a shy person or a more introverted person involving yourself with people more than you typically do not not exceptionally to the point to where you're exhausted but enough to where you're you're essentially challenging the way that maybe you articulate things or the way that you uh come across uh understanding your audience type things those things can build you uh socially as a person and will allow you to be a little bit more communicative and um i think that that's useful and it shows how applicable the quote is to essentially all walks of life because every every single thing we do is like that whether it be something artistic, something exceptionally academic, something physical, something social, et cetera, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all this type of movement and it's always, um, I mean, going to, uh, let's talk about entrepreneurship, your greatest pain is probably going to be kickstarting a company, but it can always be your greatest strength. The moment, the moment that shit goes up at all or becomes stable, even it's enough to, to wherever you reach the plateau that you're acceptable with staying at. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, and many times you'll become so enjoyed by the climb up the mountain that, you know, you're not just going to stay at some point on it. You're going to keep going until you, you know, you can't go anymore. And so. I liked what you're talking about earlier about gauging what to put your efforts into. And I think that's one of the most valuable skills that you can have when it comes to your career or learning a, 
new skill when it comes to recreational activities to to find things that's worth it so you can look at a a company from a business perspective and go it's worth it to spend my time helping them to develop a new product or whatever or you can look at this skill that you want to do like learn the piano like i'm 47 do i really have the the time or the energy to start learning how to play the piano at this rate and learning how to gauge that and plan out your time effectively really i think would help make you a better person not just not just how to plan out your time but how to evaluate your time i think a lot of times um i think a lot of times younger people tend to undervalue their time especially when you're under you know maybe under the age of 18 and it's very obvious the kids that overvalue their time you call them pompous you call them asshole whatever you want to call them because they tend to be a little bit they tend to be uh too big for their britches kind of overly cocky type and they're very they're very obvious uh about it and you know so everyone's going to put a dampener on them but on average that tends to come from the fact that everyone else around them tends to undervalue their time which is why is why we as kids tend to like i mean i guess throw a little bit extra time down in <laughs> down the trash chute just doing stupid shit but some of that still comes to uh we can look at it and say that it was bad but some of it's all learning and teaches us us wasting that time tends to teach us better to how to evaluate that time come you know your mid-20s your 30s when it's uh really important and you have to uh evaluate your time enough to spend it on maybe another person like a spouse a partner a child yeah anything of that sort finding a, a healthy balance between work and stuff is great like you have to you have to understand that you need downtime you know yeah. it if you're really passionate about something and you need to put 60 hours a week into something make it take off or be successful go ahead but at some point you know you need rest because you can't have that corporate efficiency streamline approach to everything in your life 24 7 you have to have some time to read a book or to go for a hike or do something to, to de-stress. Yeah, like yeah. I'm so lucky that computers are a thing now because now most of my projects are online. But yeah. if I get knee-deep into a project or like something that I'm doing and I'm very passionate about it, I will mm-hmm. lose 20 hours and my room or wherever I'm working on this thing will be a mess yeah. at the end of this, you know? And like it is obsessive, but... At the same time, I know that I can uphold that for an extended period of time because eventually what would happen is I would burn out very hard. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's useful to understand that. And I think I think burning out on something is a very important lesson a lot of people need to learn. You need to you need to find something that intrigues you so hardly that it that it's the only thing you do enough to burn you out so that way you can learn how much you, how how much time you could actually spend on something before either reaching a maximum burnout point, learning how to discipline yourself to do something past the point of motivation is really, uh, really, really crucial. And learn it, it's all about being introspective. You're learning more about yourself. And the greatest pain is having to essentially deal with the person that is you, that you don't fully understand how you work yet, and building that to essentially be the tool that carries you through your life. Yeah, And I think sometimes it's also just necessary for you to have a mindset change right because if you're talking about working on a sport or a skill or something that you need practice for um sometimes it's important for you to understand hey let's say i want to get 20 hours of practice in a week right well it's probably not the best for you to do this in like let's see here 
five hours a day, you know, for a couple of days, because what will happen is you will get bored or maybe you won't get bored. Maybe you are really passionate about this, but you will burn out. You know, if, if your passion is something like a instrument, right? The, the first 20, 30 minutes of your practice is going to be really nice. The next hour, probably productive. After that, you're just not, you're going to be going through the motions. And if you're working on a sport, again, eventually you're going to be going through the motions because you don't have the motivation probably to do this for five hours, you know, and that takes a lot to even work up to. You can't do that from uh, ground zero. And so you also just need to understand that, Hey, I have this passion, but in order for me to get better, I do need breaks and I need these breaks often and I need them for decent amounts of time usually. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's true with everything. Like life literally has built in break. It's called sleeping and we all have to do it. It's, even There's though a, we don't like to. Even though some of us don't like to. Yeah. Um, and Caffeine so, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have time to sleep when you're dead. But uh, <laughs> it's it's really important that you do that. And that's the reason we dream. It's essentially categorizing your life and, you know, breaking everything down. That's why some people, like, all you need to do is go catch a 30-minute nap and then you've got the project solution figured out. You've got you, something clicks mentally. You know, you just you let your brain essentially like just kind of relax for a little bit and it it's it's doing stuff but you're not active you're not awake whatnot so it's a, allowing you to just have that downtime just to make everything a little bit simpler for you well it's still important to have downtime while you're awake well yeah i, I know i'm just saying i'm not saying that's a replacement for that i'm saying that's a replacement for the or that's not a repla- it's not a replacement for anything it's a specific downtime yeah. that your body needs to both physically and mentally recuperate at the same time because you'll of course need the time to maybe because i think on average everyone pushes their mental capacity a lot farther than their physical capacity in any given state just like being awake you're challenging your mental your mental want to be asleep and then pushing past that you're probably going to challenge yourself academically or in your job or anything like that you're going to have stressors of real life and everything everything because you know essentially on average our work is more mentally taxing than it is physically taxing nowadays and so you know you're going to need that downtime for you to essentially like and in some cases that's people going to the gym to give their brain a break or it for me it's just kind of like taking a rest between classes or getting getting a good nap or something like that as because that's that's just the mental break that i find is the most useful so what do you guys think? What kind of breaks do you take? Um, I definitely the the physical breaks are important, but I find myself more often than not whenever I'm taking a break through homework, you know, the easiest one to do is just to pull out your phone and start mindlessly scrolling on Instagram and stuff. But I often find that's not very helpful, even though that's what my brain's kind of trained to do because it gives the most short term dopamine rush. Mm-hmm. But the one that makes me feel the the best is definitely like to get up and you know, walk around or go for actual walk or go eat a, eat a snack. Probably. Yeah. If, yeah, if I, if cool. I need like a mental break, it's usually go for a walk. You yeah. know, yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll take off at like one o'clock in the morning and go for a walk, which not recommended. <laughs> it's a little cold. Sometimes it's sketchy, but I, I, I like it. All right. So if we had to give you guys anything to take out of this episode, it's that you should, I would say reflect back on your life and look at the things that have been hardest for you. 
Think about the outcomes and the strengths that you've gained from those and take that sort of knowledge that the hard things in your life will produce a stronger and better you and that that can help you get through even the hardest of times. And uh, I've enjoyed having you guys here and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. See you.